Everyone, welcome back to Splash Hits, the San Francisco Giants UK fans podcast. Thank you for tuning in. This is our, well, we'll call it a relaunch, relaunch of the pod with David. Uh, we're going to introduce two of the newest members of the team. We've got Ash Day and Charlie Baldwin. And hopefully, if you help you get to know them, we're going to ask them a few origin story questions like we did with myself, Ben and Jack when we first started. Just to be clear, Ben and Jack are still part of the team. <laughs> We're just expanding the team, more variety, more strange accents, yeah. So, enough of me rambling, let's get on with it and say, hey Ash, hey Charlie, how are you doing? Very well, Dave. Yeah, yeah good thanks fans, for Dave. Us on. <laughs> Excellent. So, let's start off with the beginning, the obligatory, obligatory, easy for you to say. How did you get into baseball and specifically the Giants? Let's go, Ash, should we go first? Yeah, so uh, my story is starts in about 2007. That's kind of when I picked up baseball and uh, started getting into the game. I would quite often watch the late night games um, in the wee hours uh, on Channel 5. Um, and I wanted to pick a team, so I didn't want to go to too obvious a team. So I actually followed the Indians to start off with um, and chose them as my chosen team for many years. But I was always kind of a fan of the game overall so I had no problem watching other teams researching stuff about other teams um the Giants definitely got included in there um and then a few years ago I was very just in my heart feeling the pull of San Francisco um my Indians fandom was still there but I, I knew something inside me was not quite right um and then in 2019 my wife and I actually went to San Francisco and we spent just under a couple of weeks there. And I booked a ticket to a Giants game. Um, I was sat on the first baseline and I was just like, you know what, like this is just like, this is the experience I've been looking for, for, for you know, over a, over a decade of baseball fandom. And uh, this just, just feels really right. And I was kind of already like calling the Giants like my second team or my National League team and had so much Giants gear to go along with my Indians gear. And I already knew in deep down which one I preferred um, and then I just couldn't fight it any longer I I had to make the switch I had to become a Giants fan um, which is quite sacrilege in, in the sports world we, we don't change our sports teams um, those who do are cast out but uh, I don't like to take it that seriously <laughs> so uh, yeah here I am uh, on the Giants and uh, I, I don't regret it one bit uh, and I'm not looking back Excellent, yeah. San Francisco is such an amazing city, yeah. like you say, Oracle. Was it Oracle when you went? Yeah, it was. It was the first it season was, they yeah. called it Oracle. Yeah, yeah. Just and it was eighteen. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry, what was that? Uh, sorry, guys. It was AT and T back then. Uh, the Oracle name change was last season. No, it was twenty nineteen. It was. Uh, oh, it was. Sorry, it was sorry, yeah, it was, it was Oracle yeah. when I went. Yeah, year one. So. Can, can I just too. ask you, Ash, um, <laughs> what what was the welcome like from the Giants side? Was like was it a mixture of disbelief, but like quite kind of we're happy to have you, but it is a bit weird kind of thing. No, it was uh, it was no disbelief or or shock or and it could not have been more welcoming. Which is what it is the overbiding feeling I got when I was in San Francisco it was just the level of friendliness and acceptability from everybody we met. 
um, I just just knew it was right. And and yeah, when I was like, I'm going to be a Giants fan, um, the online presence anyway was just like, yeah, cool, welcome aboard, come and join us. And yeah, it, it's been so lovely. Yeah, it's kind of like a, an overall thing for San Francisco inclusivity, isn't it? So, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool that you've had a good, <laughs> like you say, people usually when people switch teams, it can be uh, sacrilegious, but it's not like we live there and we're suddenly supporting somewhere else. That's, you know. that's exactly it. <laughs> we're, I, all, I, we're all outsiders, really. Yeah, like that was <laughs> my biggest thing it. is yeah. I chose I chose Cleveland initially when I was like a teenager. Um, yeah. And San Francisco chose me. Is the way I put it. It's it's just the feeling I had, and then it felt it felt right. And I used to be one of those people that was like, "You can't change your sports team. Like it's it's for life. Like they're your colours. That's that's your city." And then I was like, "This is ludicrous. I've never even been to Cleveland. Like it's fine. It's 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 cool. Like I still have those memories, but yeah, it's uh, I didn't have to take it that seriously. It's my sports team, and and yeah." Go it's giants. serious now. It's serious now. <laughs> now it's tattooed. It's tattooed yeah. somewhere, right? I, I should do actually. I should next time I go there. <laughs> Let's make it permanent. Brilliant. And uh, Charlie, over to you. Same question. What's your origin story? Yeah. So um, I've got family in San Francisco, and we went to visit for the first time in 1998, and. My uncle took me to a ball game and I had absolutely no clue what was going on. So to be honest, I wasn't really paying that much attention to what was going on. because I was like, I was really interested, but I was like asking him questions at the same time because I don't know about you guys, but at school I played rounders. So I kind of made the connection there. So I was like really interested in like how it all connected together. And like I'd always enjoyed playing rounders, but baseball for me was like next level, just like with the stats, with the attention to detail, like the strike zone and everything like, because um, with rounders, like, strikes a strike kind of thing, there's no kind of defined strike zone with it from when I played in school, whereas obviously we got the strike zone in baseball, and it was all the pomp and circumstance like that comes with it as well, like the whole baseball experience, being at the park, the national anthem beforehand, and just the history and everything else about it just um, re- really appealed to me. It's like, um, I've been a Newcastle United fan since I was, like, eight years old, and the way that baseball like, honors its legends, like if you look at like the outpouring of emotion for like Hank Aaron, I'm sure that hit all of us. And like he wasn't even a giant, but he was a legend of baseball, and like the baseball family thing kind of appealed to me. So like it was a whole experience of um, the San Francisco Giants, like as a as a franchise and all the history they brought going back to New York, uh, the actual park itself with the beautiful views, the great atmosphere all the different food outlets, food shops. So it was just everything to do with the baseball experience uh, appealed to me. That's, that's really cool. So you actually got it from being there, which is, so fam, family in San Francisco. Yeah, that's really cool. So you've been through many ups and downs over the years. <laughs> well, the, the only problem was, Dave, as you know yourself, like late, late 90s, early 2000s, because I know you got into it about early 2000s or so, like the internet was still a very young thing when it came to sports. And it wasn't yeah. any 24-hour coverage. Like for us, it was literally watch MLB on five, try and get like whatever headlines we could. And I was only 12 at the time, so I only really <laughs> got into it like, hardcore when 
I got MLB.tv in 2004. So until then, it was kind of like following from afar, but like still like having enough of a love for it to like keep up with it, like when I could. And obviously, like MLB on five during the summer, because I was one of those kids who did the whole uh, pretend I'd gone to bed thing, turn the TV on at five past one. Oh, there's Johnny Josh and, and Eric and John Miller, and away we go for four hours. Excellent. All right. So, uh, next question then, obligatory question. Favourite players? And if you happen to have one, your least favourite, but you don't have to go there if you don't want any. So, favourite Giants players? Uh, start with you, Charlie, seeing as you're already unmuted. <laughs> okay. Um, so, for me, it's the, to the say, hey kid himself, Willie Mays. And there's just so many reasons for it. I, I've got a few stats here just to reflect how great he was. 660 home runs, 302 career batting average, 3,283 hits, 1,903 RBIs, 24 All-Star game appearances, 12 times Gold Glove winner. And what makes this even more amazing, like, is if you also factor in that he also went off to do national service for two years as well, so he actually lost two years of game time. He's also the Giants leader by uh, baseball wins above replacement, sorry, baseball reference wins above replacement all-time as well. And then there's also the the famous basket catch, the catch at, uh, when he ran a what ran what seemed to be like 150 odd feet to catch to the over the shoulder catch right at the wall. And it's also just his infectious attitude towards a game. Like he always played it with a smile on the face, like a little kid. Like it was never a chore to him. It was never something that he had to do. It was just so, something he loved as well. Because I I think you guys have seen as well. There are some players who kind of be who are kind of there because they have to be there or they're in it for the money and the like passion and love isn't always there but with him like he played literally every game like it was a world series game seven so many reasons i found it like really easy to say willie mays is my favorite player um as for my least favorite player easy easy one um this might be slightly before your time ash but i'm sure you'll you still might have some nightmares over armando benitez dave and the amount of games that we <laughs> unfortunately blew in the late 2000s thanks to him and the late nights where we were all like tearing our hair up going why did i just suffer through three hours of this just for him to uh blow this game and it wasn't just that but it was also his attitude towards it as well dave because like you might remember as well like there were times when he blamed blame his teammates which i found yeah. absolutely shocking because like the code of baseball is you never call out your teammates in public that's kept in-house that's kept like in the clubhouse well, he'd go out there saying, well, my teammates didn't make the plays or the offense wasn't there or, or like, he blamed someone else yeah. other than himself half the time. And I, I can't stand that. Like, I, I want yeah. players who say, yeah, it was my fault. Tomorrow's a different day. Yes, I messed up yesterday, but let's move on. Like, I can be better. Exactly. The great thing about baseball is always tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Excellent. So, yeah, I wasn't expecting you to bring out Willie Mays then. That's uh, <laughs> excellent. So, uh, over to you, Ash. I'm quite curious to see because of the like, similar times, whether ours are the same. So, who's your favourite player and uh, least if you've got one? Yeah, so uh, Willie Mays is certainly like, if, if I have to have a, a top, he's uh, probably ranked them as like 1A, 1B, legend, 1C. Yeah, yeah the legends. Um, and Willie is definitely up there. Um, I'm actually currently reading John Shea's book on him that came out last year, uh, his Willie Mays book, which I'm loving. 
Um, I think my current favorite player on the current roster has to be Posey. I'm a, I'm a bit of a, a nerd yeah, when same. it comes to like <laughs> when like comic books and so on. And I always kind of gravitate towards like the Superman, Captain America, kind of the, the good guys <laughs> characters. And Posey is like that that guy on, on the Giants roster. He, he's the captain, he's the leader. Um, but actually my all-time favorite Giant player is probably Willie McCovey. I, I think uh, McCovey's my guy. Um, I had an amazing time visiting Oracle Park for the first time and doing a lap around the stadium and seeing McCovey Cove and going to see his statue. Um, I had an amazing moment when I was walking away from the Willie Mays statue at Willie Mays Plaza. I was heading down the road and I saw the Willie McCovey plaque on the wall, not too far from the front gate. And I turned to my wife and was like, this is Willie McCovey, like this is his plaque. And I was just telling her a little bit about him. And he'd only recently like passed away like a few months before uh, before we visited. And a security guard from the stadium walked past us. And my wife was a little bit further behind me and I'd gotten a bit closer to take a photo of the plaque. And as I was doing that, I could hear this security guard talking to my wife. And I was like, what's going on over there? So I finished my photo and I came back over to my wife and she was like, that security guard just heard you talking about Willie McCovey and he's just given me this 44 stretch like commemorative badge because he heard you talking so like lovingly about him and I was like what he just gave this to you he was like yeah yeah he heard like how like how much you were loving being here and talking about Willie McGovey and the guy was like he was already like halfway down the street but I like stepped to the side like waved at him I was like hey like excuse me sir like thank you so much like that's such a nice thing of you to do um, and it, yeah, that just all lended to the amazing welcome we had in yeah. the city of San Francisco. Yeah. But I just loved how it linked in with McCovey and yeah. and like all my baseball cards I've got, like my favorite cards are my McCovey cards and his legacy in San Francisco it just speaks for itself. Um, I think the fans back in the day like really gravitated to McCovey because Mays was the 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 superstar, the leader by far, but he obviously had his New York history. Whereas McCovey came in fresh, like his, his rookie season was like one of the first years in San Francisco. Um, so he was like the adopted son, essentially. But yeah, McCovey's my boy. He's my, he's my guy. Excellent. So was the patch the one the players wore on their sleeves? Yes, it was very similar to the patch that they were wearing on their sleeves. Um, but it was just like a, a small button badge. Uh, like a pin oh, badge right. okay, and I, okay. I whacked it on my jacket straight away and was yeah it was, it was great. <laughs> just such cool, a yeah. lovely gesture from a member of staff and it just yeah. makes a memory that will always stick with me like that yeah, that's yeah. how it that's how it works it's great excellent very cool oh so, my least about... favorite player sorry oh yeah um, yeah it's just, 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 to go there i'm not sure i wanted to go there i could have left him out um but i'm gonna say uh aubrey huff let's just let's just Bag on Aubrey Huff, he's an easy target because he just makes it so easy. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think we need to explain that one. Do I don't we? need to go into any detail on that one. But Baseball we'll... wise, 2010, he was pretty good. Eh? He did his part, <laughs> but, yeah. he did his part, yeah, and then he unraveled it all. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I don't think we need to go into that anymore. No, <laughs> stay so, positive. Uh, let's, let's move on to a uh, favorite Giants moment. What's yours, Ash? As you are unmuted. Oh, favorite Giants moment. Um, it probably has to be from the game I was at. Um, was getting to see like Crawford and Panic in the infield for the first time in the flesh was amazing. Um, but 
very late in the game that we were watching against the Rockies, um, Charlie Blackman hit this like ferocious line drive straight into right field. And I'm thinking like that's going for a single. Panic dives to his left to make the most amazing catch I've ever seen. And it was like, this is probably just a routine play on TV. Like, oh yeah, Panic makes a great catch. But I'm like feet away from it. And it's like right in front of my eyes. And I'm just like, that was insane. Like the speed he reacts to, to snag this liner. And he gets up and everyone's on their feet clapping him. And I'm like, I'm like the last person to sit down. It's like, Joe, like that was amazing. Um, yeah, that's probably my, it's, it's not a, doesn't live long in the memory for most Giants fans, but for me, that was like a standout favourite moment. The live experience is always, yes. always stands out, doesn't it? Definitely. Especially for us, you don't get to see that many live games. Exactly. I cher- cherished <laughs> every moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. So, uh, Charlie, what's your favourite Giants moment? I think this is quite a common one amongst those of us who have been around for a decade plus, Dave, but it's Brian Wilson strikes out Nelson Cruz to win the 2010 World Series. I can already see the smile coming across your face there via the beard, the whole thing. But what got me, Dave, was like, I don't know if you saw this, but the amount of like old school San Francisco fans who like appeared on social media just saying, like, I've been a fan since the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, and I've literally waited for this for like 40 plus, 50 plus years. So, like, Although I was only 25 at the time, like, and it meant a whole lot to me. Like, I was really, really happy for them because like, I think some of them were to like, are we going to see a World Series one in our lifetimes? Because I know before like we followed them, they had the 87 NLCS against the Cardinals. They had the 89 World Series where they just got absolutely thumped by the, by the A's. Then there were the playoff series in the late 90s where we just, where the Marlins owned us as well. Then there was Obviously, the infamous 2002 World Series Game 6, where everyone would th- was thinking, Barry Bonds is on fire, this is going to be the one. Nope, that stupid rally monkey. And then the, bull- <laughs> then the bullpen falls apart. And so for so for longer-term fans, like, I was really happy for them. But for us, like I think you might think the same way, Dave. Like You always remember the first one. Um, I think the first one will always be special. Like I'm sure, like, um, I'm not sure if your kids are old enough, Dave, to like remember that, but I'm sure like that's a memory you always tell them t- tell them about, and that, that's the kind of thing for me. Like it's something like we'll be telling our kids and grandkids about it, etc. And just just what it meant to to like the older school Giants fans as well as the younger Giants fans, and it was obviously the beginning of a great period of time to be a Giants fan as well. Yeah, I always felt a bit of a cheat <laughs> that I didn't <laughs> suffer all those years. You know, to then get that experience, but yeah, I wouldn't change it, not at all. But I think my favorite moment, even though 2010 was special, was 2014, you know, Mad Bums, you know, final game, closing it down like that. That's that's my legendary just being up in the morning, sort of screaming, but not screaming because everyone else is asleep. (laughs) (laughs) You're like. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that would be my thing. And any time I've been there, what taking my girls there as well for the first time was amazing. They loved it. They can't. They haven't got the attention span to watch it on TV, but when they were there, they you know they loved every second of it. You know? So yeah, my, they were always good. The probably my favourite moment of a game like where I was there at Oracle was I actually got to see 
Bumgarner start against the Brewers in 2011, and he had a really good game then as well. Like, I think he only gave up, like, one or two runs over six or seven innings, and he also had a big hit as well. And, like, obviously, having a pitcher who can hit is something really unique because not a lot of teams really had that in the National League. So it just seemed to be perfect time on my end to uh, be there, be up in the bleachers and uh, having the time of my life, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you, have either of you got a least favourite moment? Any time the Giants lose, but <laughs> a particularly <laughs> least favourite? Um, yeah, I'm going to go back to our old disliked friends, Armando Benitez, Dave. There was a game <laughs> in 2007 against the Mets. I don't know whether you were watching at the time, but I was at uni, so this was a time when I could watch the 1am star games. <laughs> um, it went into the 12th inning. We, we had... We had the lead, and what does he do? He double balks, and we lose the game at like 4 a.m. in the morning, our time. And it's quite funny because like, I had one Giants friend at the time I spoke to on Facebook. So, like, we're on there. The, pe- the people who saw the post in the morning were probably wondering, what are these two clowns on about? But yeah. Yeah, we were going absolutely nuts, going, how the heck has he done this? Double balk, you must be taking the mick, etc. In the politest words possible. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Um, any for you, Ash? Yeah, it's uh, because I wasn't like I hadn't nailed my Giants colours to the mast during, you know, I wasn't quite so open in my Giants fandom during the championship years. But I was definitely like, you couldn't help avoid the Giants' presence in the national media or uh, in the game of baseball at all between 2010, 2016, that whole span. The Giants are so in your face, whatever team you support. Um, and I think it was coming off Buster Posey's rookie of the year season, 2010. Um, that was when Posey first stood out to me massively. So in 2011, when he gets that horrible injury at the plate, yeah. the, the collision, that's probably like my, I must say, that's my least favorite early yeah. Giants moment for me. I was really high on Posey after 2010, especially, obviously, we, we all were. Um, so when that happened in 2011, it, it very much felt like oh, that's the Giants' season over, and that's what it turned out to eventually be. Um, thankfully, 2012, he made up for it. He came back in in a marvelous MVP fashion. But yeah, 2011, his his injury. I was worried that was the end of Posey, but thankfully not to be. <laughs> Excellent. So, um, do you have any particular favorite game? And reason for having a favorite game, Ash? Yeah, so this, um, I was going to, when I was thinking of my favorite moment, I could have linked back to any of the the World Series, the championships. But thinking about my, I had to save those for my favorite game. Um, so I think, <laughs> as as you were saying. Professional that, you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that 2014 Game 7 where Bumgarner comes in to relieve, that's probably got to be my favorite moment. I remember watching that World Series. I kind of like set my alarm clock to like get a little bit of sleep in, wake up for the start of game seven. So I was like, right, if I've had like a little power nap, I can get through the whole thing. And I remember like around the fifth or sixth inning, I'm like kind of drifting off. Not because it's boring. I'm just really struggling to stay up. And I like slap myself in the face a couple of times. I'm like, no, no, stay up. This is game seven. Like you need to see how this turns out. And I'm very pleased I did because Bumgarner comes in. He does his absolute Brilliant. epic performance. The Giants win in seven. Um, yeah, that that's, goes down as my favourite game. And I'm sure that is the same for many Giants fans. But, um, yeah, I'm not going to be 
original. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's my that's my game. No. <laughs> <laughs> the history in it. Great. Yeah. Uh, same view, Charlie. Favorite game? Yeah. Um, this might be very random to some people, Dave. So I think it's kind of easily forgotten because we've kind of been spoiled for choice in terms of Matt Kane's perfect game, the two no hitters by Chris Heston and the two no hitters by Timmy Lincecum as well. Well, I've gone for Jonathan Sanchez's no hitters. So for those who may not have heard about that game, it happened on July the 10th, 2009. He had 11 strikeouts with no walks. Aaron Rowand even made a great play at the wall to stop a ball that should have been a home run by Edgar Gonzalez late on. The only downside to it, though, is it would have been a perfect game if not for an error on what looked like a simple ball to field by Juan Urabe. Also, there was some interesting, other interesting things about this game, such as Sanchez was only starting that day because Randy Johnson was on the DL. He'd also been demoted to the bullpen because up to that point in the season, he was 2 for 8 with a 5 point. 3-0 ERA at that point in the season. It was also the Giants' first no-hitter in 33 years. And I think a, a big part of why I like this game a lot, Dave, was like it was a sign of that we were back because, as you know yourself, the prior few years to that had been really painful. Like the last winning season we've had had been 2004. It seemed like all the other NOS teams had either won the division or won a wild card or something while we'd basically been forced to rebuild because we'd obviously had to field the older teams around Bonds, like we could keep competing with him. But like that day, like we, like Linscombe and Kane were on the squad, uh, Pablo Sandoval had made his debut that season. So it was kind of like it was all starting to come together for what would happen in 2010. And also, I know he was incredibly frustrating, as you might remember, Dave, like, because on some days he could look like an ace, he could have it going, he could go through six innings, allow one or two runs, strike out 12, etc. Then other days, like he struggled to just get through three or four, and his control would be absolutely everywhere. But I think all Giants fans will agree for that game and game 162 of uh, 2010, like he'll never have to buy a beer in San Francisco again. Excellent. So, uh, now that people got to know you a bit and uh, know that you're part of the team, what what do you want to see with the Splash Hits and San Francisco Giants UK as a whole in the future going forward? Any ideas? What do you think? Um, I think today is a great start. Um, we've kind of the podcast has been on hiatus for a while, so it's great to be back. It's great to be talking Giants, and I just want to see it grow basically because, like, um, I know like they do. Um, Oh, what's his name? The guy does the standings like all the Twitter accounts and everything. Uh, his name escapes me right now. You guys might remember in a few minutes. Um, but I just like want to see the Giants go up there more. And I think like between us, we can help that to happen. And I just want to like help build a bigger Giants community, like where we can do meetups, go to bars, talk Giants, just just have some fun, have a good time, and like um, just have something for everybody basically. So like. If everybody like so, if a few fans want to go more in depth with stats, we can do that. If a few fans like want some like specialized podcasts where we maybe feature fan stories, we can do that. So uh, yeah, just generally go with the flow, see what happens, build the community, and uh, go from there. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, I agree. That's excellent. Yeah, community is the biggest thing. It's a thing over here. It can be quite solitary being a baseball fan. So if you can build. A community and an identity of being Giants fans in the UK, yeah, that'd be brilliant. 
Anything to add, Ash, from that? Yeah, I think uh, just kind of piggybacking what Charlie said, it's, it's, it's that opportunity to connect with the fan base, um, whether it's local for us with other UK baseball and Giants fans, or even more so overseas. Like, just because we live in Britain, I feel like we have a lot to contribute to the to the original guys in, in San Francisco and in the Bay and, and across across the States and, and across the globe. There's just Giants fans everywhere. So, yeah, it's exciting to to get splash hits involved and um, and yeah, connect with with other Giants fans for the for the team we support to, to spread that positive positive message about our, our guys. Excellent. Well, I think we'll call that a wrap for a relaunch. Uh, welcoming you to, I'd just like to officially welcome you to the team, Ashley <laughs> Charlie, and it's Thank great you. to have you here. Yeah. So, Brilliant. Uh, yeah, pleasure. Look, look forward to it. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to get straight on with the next episode. <laughs> so uh, hopefully you'll tune in again. Catch you later. Cheers, guys. Thanks. No giants. <laughs>